Welcome to the Film School Vets, a podcast where ex-film students talk about movies, the film industry, and of course, memories from film school. Hey guys, it's Del here from the Film School Vets podcast. Uh, I just wanted to quickly say that when we recorded this episode, our mics kind of did something weird and there was a lot of warping and static um, and it was just too funny to cut. So I tried to salvage as much of the audio as possible, which meant I had to cut out the first two minutes. So I'm just going to give some context right now. Dylan, David and I are speaking about our experiences on set when we did Studio One and production classes in film school and just kind of the crazy insane antics that went down um it's really funny one of my favorite episodes we've ever done so far please do enjoy it so so we made film film like a short film so what did you make Dell music video yeah so we basically you my production unit and, and studio one unit were two separate things so for my production unit i had to like fully create a music video and like even had to i we had the option of either getting a song from someone else or writing your own song and then for studio one um we just had to make a short film like our first like proper like short so so nate so what so you did a music video and a short film so what are the names of those two so the i'm actually really proud of both of my projects because i directed both of them uh the music video i made was called talk like t-a-l-k and then like a full stop because I was pretentious at the time. At the time. Oh, shut up, shut up. <laughs> the first letter, is it capitalized or is it small? It's small. jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then my short film that I also wrote, it was my first script that I wrote and I direct my first, oh, I guess my first time directing a short film, but obviously my second time directing in general. Um, and it was called The Venus Project. I feel like I feel like David's film had a lot to say. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, let's go with yours first, David. So what did you do, David? You wrote it? I think I wrote I, I wrote this piece of shit. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, I, wait. I, you were the producer, right? And I produced that crap. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so it's about this guy. He's a serial killer. Whenever he hears a word... His personality suddenly changes and he starts like killing oh people. Oh my god! <laughs> and and the so you you did like a Jekyll and Hyde type thing. Yeah, I don't remember the exact word, but was I? Oh no, I think I remember. I remember because I have such a vivid memory of. So, wasn't it Lazarus? Oh yeah, yeah. Lazarus. <laughs> Why do you remember all? Why Lazarus? I... What is the meaning? What does Lazarus mean? Is it an actual yeah. word? Cause it, 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 cause it just sounds cool. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> why was this experience so like heavy-hearted for you? What what drove you to? Oh, near remember, you can't mention names. You can't this? mention names. Remember. Oh shit! I think I already said the gender like ten minutes ago. For the act, for the actor, it's fine. No, but for the director, I, I mentioned the genders. Oh right. Okay, I'll I'll bleep, bleep it, out. it out. I'll bleep it out. They were very problematic. <laughs> you think? <laughs> what, why? What did they? What did they end up uh, doing? Um, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they were really hard to work with, and they weren't doing anything at all. And the the thing with that unit was like we couldn't pick the team members that we wanted to work with. Yeah. We were randomized. So our teacher had like a nap. I pray to all gods, to Jesus, to Muhammad, to Buddha, whatever, so that I wouldn't end up with that person. And safe to say, um, 
all gods hated me at that time. So <laughs> I, I, end, I ended up with that person. And the next six months were torture. To add to that story, our teacher asked us to <laughs> to visit each set as acting as runners. So there were two productions happening and the opposite production would work on the other film, uh, doing BTS, runner work, yeah. gaffer work, and all that oh, stuff. Sorry, thing. I forgot to mention that problematic person ended up being a director running the whole set. Yeah, I don't get how that happened. I was... Being, at that time, I was, I was coming. Tr I was trying to be reasonable and come from the far, and and tell them that tell the whole team basically that maybe we'll have to pick someone else because you know like that person was failing all the time. Like, do you really think that they can run the set? And nobody gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first time when I started considering to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. It, it was really dumb because um, we were at a location where they had to, where the murderer was uh, putting a dead body into the trunk of a car. And it that that scene, simple scene of just the yeah. the person dropping the body into the trunk, it took like four hours. and The, ho the whole evening, basically. Yeah, and we the were there till evening. like one in the morning. David, was yeah. this the set where this person... Uh, you had to eventually fire them? Yeah, that happened late, later. That's Studio One, that's Studio there. One. We'll get okay. to that. Okay. <laughs> the justice prevailed. The <laughs> justice prevailed. <laughs> justice, justice prevailed. prevailed. Yes. Justice prevailed. <laughs> it was so funny. Me and my crew were like in the car, opposite a car park, and we were just watching them. <laughs> like nodding our heads like, what is going on? Okay. Um, D Dylan, what was your film? Uh, God, so uh, I was yeah. You were oh. roasting me. Now let's go with you, huh? Come okay, on, come on, let's get, let's spit it out. Spit it out. Come on. So, so I got paired. So I was the producer for this uh, for the film that I, I, I for the trailer I made. It's called A uh -huh. Soldier's Choice. Yeah. And uh, geez, the, so the writer was also the director, and we know this person as well. Um, how else do I ex describe that person? Um, American. The, yeah, yeah, you know who, you know who. <laughs> like, like very, very American. American. I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I think they would be proud of that. Yeah, I you think know? they would. When they wrote the film, uh, or the trailer, they they wrote it as if it's like a three-hour epic, and they wanted to cram it into one minute. So basically, the story is it's about um, a man, a soldier, a soldier, if you will. Uh, who's has P who has PTSD, <laughs> and oh my god! So the, I'll show you the escalation of the story. So he's, he's a soldier. He's got PTSD, and he's come back home, and he's got like experiencing all these like things that a soldier would normally go through after a very bad war experience. On top of that, his wife is pregnant. <laughs> On top of that, his wife is in a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> I produced the film. Um, and I I did AD work. I did all the other like scheduling job of everything like that. Um, it's called a soldier's choice. But nothing realistically, nothing crazy happened on set um, for the trailer. Um, the only thing that was crazy was Studio One, which I'll get to yeah. later. But my, yeah, my um, my production one didn't really go that bad. It was just me experiencing David's set that gave me secondhand uh, sadness. How was yours, Del? What experiences did you have? Yes. 
tell us you about yours. This was my first. So basically, it started off the way that it was structured is that we were like a big class, and we had to pitch to direct our own music videos. And our teacher would pick three people, three projects, and then put us into three separate groups. You know, so I was in a friendship group with these two other people, and. This one person in the group was kind of like, "Oh, I'm gonna pitch, and you guys be in my, you guys be in my group, and like we'll do one together." And I'd never like thought, "Oh, I'm gonna pitch ever." Like it never crossed my mind to do that. At the time, however, I did used to write a lot of music at that point in my life, and I was going through some difficult times regarding like you know relationship stuff, you know. And so I had written a written and produced a song called "Talk," which literally is online. You can just Google my name and then "talk," and it'll show up, and you can watch the video. It was just basically a song about wanting to talk to this person, and like that's all. That's the bare minimum that you want. You just want to talk to them, and they have they don't want to do that. They don't want to have anything to do with you. They don't want anything. They don't want to look at you, talk to you, see you, be part of your life, and then all you want is to talk to them. That's like the that was the concept of the song, so it's pretty straightforward. So I was like, oh, this is straightforward. I'll come up with some, you know, whatever I backseat idea, you know, whatever. And so then I ended up pitching, and I got it. And the person in my friend group that also pitched didn't get it, <laughs> and they were like kind of mad. And I was like, oh, I'll like you know. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but you know it happened, <laughs> and so we just kind of. <laughs> they were they were mad at you, or they were mad at themselves. Yeah, they were they were mad at me. They were like a little mad at wow. me, and I could tell. But we were like kind of friends, so we were just kind of ignoring it. So then, um, we all split off into groups. I was in one group with these two people. Basically, the teacher told me like I had to completely redo my concept because they were like. Oh, like I really like what you have like to bring forward, but like be more creative. So for some reason, I had this really like like pretentious, dramatic idea to make these giant butterfly wings on this girl, like out of like paper and like like crafty stuff and styrofoam. And then slowly, as the music, have you seen the music video, David? Yeah, with the butterfly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. And I had and I had the idea that like, you know. As the music video goes on, the wings start to get destroyed, and so they get like pulled apart, uh. and then, you know, it's very like uh, dramatic and whatever. And so then, uh, honestly, it's ironic considering that this group of people that I was with, we no longer speak to each other, and we're like not on good terms remotely. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, that was probably the least stressful set I've ever had, wow. ever. And and it didn't feel like that at the time because it was my first one and I was like oh my god, but legit and you know it was so funny so we held auditions oh my god I was such a cringy like seventeen year old who allowed me to do any, to do this <laughs> so we held auditions right and you know it's a music video so there are no speaking roles in it but we still had to like gauge how people's acting abilities were mm. you know so we held auditions and <laughs> I was like. Trying to get like a like a monologue to, for people to read out to like prove that they like to just to show their acting a little bit, and I picked a monologue from the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, wow! wow. <laughs> and it's the bit in the movie where Sam is talking to Charlie at the end, where she's like, 
um, like, I don't want to be someone's crush. Like, I just, like, it was that <laughs> monologue. And so I had, I had all the, the girls who auditioned come and read that out. Oh. For, like, a first thing that I've ever done, it's, like, all right. It's not, and I was really proud of, like, oh, my God, wait, no, there is one. I think I can talk about this. This was the bit that was only traumatic. So, so there was this person, let's call her Karen. Of course, yeah, yeah, very fishy. She, <laughs> she was an older woman, and she was part of a program that was assisting some students at the school with some outside, like, outside uni experience and i'd never met her but the two people in my group had they they were before. part of the they uh, were they were also the, the program, program yeah. they were part of the program and um so i was i heard a lot about this woman i was like cool she sounds all right and we were my team and i were in the library and this one person the person who was like kind of i felt was resistant and a bit upset that i got chosen as director at the time this person was like slacking a lot and not showing up and late and would forget all their stuff and just not really being a good sport about it. And I was in the library with my other teammate and then Karen walks in and immediately, so the opening lines for my song is, um, I hope that now's a good time. And whenever I usually say, I hope that now's a good time, I say it with the inflection of a question. I hope now's a good time. No, like, I hope that now's a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it shouldn't be written with a question because it's not a question. But for some, when I was writing it, I had it in the mind that it, as if I'm asking a question. So she was like, let me look through your booklet, your production booklet. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying too hard. You're trying too hard. <laughs> and, and so she looked through our Bible and obviously the lyrics for the song were there. And she, the first thing that she said, she turned to me, Karen, she looked at me, she went, what's this? What's this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was, I was like, what? And she's like, uh, sorry, now I hope I hope the nail's a good time. That that ain't a question. That's not a question. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, and this is before she'd said hi, before she'd introduced herself to me, and I was just like, oh, uh, I'll guess I'll change that. And then she just, and then she starts asking about the 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 third team member that wasn't there, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, they're they're not they're, their heart's not really in it. You know, it it happens. And then Karen starts telling us that we need to call this person in right now. We need to confront this person. We need to be, which she was kind of right at the same time. So then we're like, all right, fine. So we ended up, me and my other teammate, we call this person up and they come over and they're like really late. They're like, take, they take like half an hour to get to the library and they sit down and we go, hey, do you have your laptop? And this person goes, oh, I left it in my car and stands up to try and leave. And then Karen <laughs> says, all right, sit down. <laughs> and then forces this <laughs> forces this other person to sit down. And Karen rips into this person, like, and, like, is telling them that they're being selfish, that they're being unprofessional, that we think very little of this person, and, like, just is fully, like, there's a difference between being, like, blunt with someone and, like, being straightforward and just fully letting it rip on this person. So then I was like, oh, shit, Karen's really laying it on thick, all right? And then, so then this person that Karen is screaming at 
bursts into tears and I'd never seen this person cry before so I was really caught off guard. This person starts crying and Karen says, do you want to go to the bathroom? And then this person just like, just like leaves and runs out of the <laughs> library. And then Karen goes and goes and stands up with my other teammate and says, come with me. And then they both also leave. And so I'm in the library alone. And I'm like, wow. what the hell is going on? And I'm in the library. That was, I was waiting for them for an hour. Wow. And so then I, I was like, maybe like 40, almost an hour in. I'm like, what's taking them so long? And I open the library door and my other teammate, the first, uh, not the one that got yelled at, the other one was standing right outside the, the library door, sobbing oh into the phone, geez. like on the phone. And I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? And then this person goes, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'll be there in a second. And I'm like, okay. Wow. And then I go back into the library and sit down. And then like 15 minutes later, Karen comes back with my two teammates and sits down and says, right, I've sorted everything out. Are you, are you three going to be good partners together? And I was like, yeah. And they were, both my teammates were like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then Karen left and said, all right, guys, I'll see you later. <laughs> wow. Nice to meet you, Dale. And I was like, nice to meet you, too. Wow. <laughs> and I never saw Karen again. But she was a f true tidal wave. Yes, she was. So, so, so where is, the, is Karen from? Like, you've been having that strong accent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, David. <laughs> all right. Should we start talking about Studio One, then? Yes, I can't wait for we, this time. <laughs> we could. After... Three months, three long months of torture. The night before the first day of university, I've been super depressed because I didn't want to go there. <laughs> You're like, mom, I don't want to go to school. Yeah, yeah, that was actually me because at that time <laughs> we had like to prepare on our holidays um, toward the film, and I knew that no one has done shit. Like, <laughs> nobody has done shit. And I was right, like, they didn't do anything. <laughs> that let me down, obviously. I wanted to kill myself even more. Um, but nevertheless, I, tr I was thinking, yeah, like, I just have to pass these three months. So, somehow, we managed to get a location. Um, we also had another person joined in uh, this trimester, actually. We had a new teammate. I stepped down from producing and i oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember who that was you yeah. you gracefully stepped down as producer yes. so <laughs> i gave all the responsibilities to that person our previous director was downgraded from that uh job job by our teacher because um they failed in successful execution <gasps> of the of the final deliverable they were obviously super pissed i was happy everyone was happy mm -hmm. Um, they were doing art direction. They were art direction. Yeah. They did art, art direction. And now I keep remembering oh, all the drama oh, with art yeah. direction. Oh my god. I can't <laughs> wait to tell so you. Funny. Um, so each... It's all running back into your mind. Yeah, I, I now see the vivid the vivid picture of that. I couldn't believe that that person did the, the, the stupidest thing ever. I laughed at that. And I was, at the same time, I was sad because it was our team. So I was I, I was really conflicted. Each week we had to present. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I remember, right? <laughs> so Dylan already read. <laughs> so 
Hang on, we need to, we need to get through this. So, <laughs> obviously, by his laughing, you already can tell how stupid and how idiotic this uh, the situation is. Um, and so each week we did the presentations of representation of where of whereabouts <laughs> we were in our production. Um, we did fairly good in what we had to work with, right? But whenever it came to the art direction, director's uh, part, uh, they did something that didn't make sense at all. <laughs> like we had a story, we had a theme, we had colors that we had to follow, right? Because everything was pretty established. Um, yeah. And so that person did something else. In it, they had to get proper some certain props and art right in in regards to the story <laughs> that person first of all they didn't do that at all and on the day of presentation they were like oh my god i i, I forgot i'm sorry i'll do it now i'll do it now and what they ended up doing is uh showing us the uh like the ikea pictures of like furniture <laughs> like pure stock <laughs> stock uh, stock, footage, stock photos of furniture yes and not only that it was like filled with a Harry Potter-esque furniture, <laughs> <laughs> right? You, and obviously, you, you want you you wanted like a noir noir theme, and she yeah, wanted a yeah. desk, so she yes, chose yes. the whole Yes, yes. When well, you came to there, when you came to there part. Everything was in chaos. Like the pictures were all I'm, over the I'm board. Literally crying. When you were pres- crying. when you were presenting, we my crew had to sit like on the side. We were dying because the Hogwarts, the Hogwarts yeah. stuck was. So we did some. Uh, the other teammates did fairly good in whatever we had to we we had to work with, right? But when <laughs> that person started to share up slides, I look at them. And I literally put my hand on my face. I couldn't look at anyone. I literally wanted just to die there. Oh my okay. god! I, oh, I felt so sorry for you. So the production days come. They comes, right? Mm-hmm. The morning. Very. I'm very stressed. Um, that person just got a driver's license, and I'm baffled by how they got it because they got it from the first attempt. Um, so we were driving with them Um, we of course we got lost on the road I'm telling them (laughs) no you have to take this uh, direction because I locations I scouted it I know the place and by the way they didn't they didn't go with me and they were like no 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 I know where to go I know where to go obviously like we missed the the exit we missed the road blah 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 we were late and then that person takes the money out of the budget and buys (laughs) like this a starbucks coffee and some like cookies worth of like 50 dirham 50 dirham 50 dirhams um and so they didn't have enough money for uh the gas and so they made the owner of the house to leave id at the gas station so that i don't remember that you didn't tell me this wow no it happened so when they came back um the other person was like you gotta give me another uh, like the other half because I, I just spent my like uh, I filled my gas tank basically and I thought 
why would you do that? You didn't have enough budget at first, second. Like, why didn't you coordinate that with me? And third, I want to kill you. <laughs> and so again, like arguing with uh, that person uh, was idiotic, and I couldn't even uh, do that. Um, and so obviously, I gave I gave the budget, and uh, they went and spent everything. I was super pissed at that time. Um, that was the first day, actually. So that person came back, filled their car with a full gas tank, very uh, saturated with coffee and food, and they went went sleeping in the owner's bed. What? Didn't cor- wait? Cor- yeah. yeah, they did. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, David, but didn't they eat uh, the the owner of the house's leftovers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. That that that, that <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. So that was the last straw. On the next day. I'm messaging uh, our teacher, and he's like, "I give you uh, the the, the teacher is like, I give you the permission to fire the person. And I fucking fire them. <laughs> Boom. No, wait, 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 wait. David, wait. you need to tell the story you... when you gave them the, the your phone. No, yeah, you rolled oh, yeah. up with like two of other people. Uh, I yeah, because I needed the support, you know, and I <laughs> uh, and I gave that person because that person went on on the smoke on the smoke break, and I'm mm-hmm. showing the email. Of the teacher telling me that, like, I gave the permission to fire that person, and like that person was like, "Give me the phone. I want to. I want to read it." I, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving you my phone. And that person is like, they, they're taking the phone from my hand. I was like, what the fuck? That person has absolutely no manners at all. Like, oh my god. But thankful, thankfully, nothing happened. Uh, that person. I would, that was so funny. I'm just imagining you like standing there, really worried and concerned for your. That phone. was literally me. <laughs> um, but nothing happened. So yeah, that's the end of my story. So so okay so so parallel to David's um, <clears throat> production, I did the same thing. So uh, we were in this. We we all had the same uh, crew members uh, except for our DOP. Very interestingly, our DOP uh, kind of left and quit uni, so we have a we had a new person. Uh, let's just say that person was very interesting and is the source of anger and c- confusion during my set. Um, so, so I produced again, and my director and writer, the, they uh, wrote and directed, but they changed the they changed up a few uh, narratives, and they also uh, changed the name. So it was originally a soldier's choice. Now it's called holding on to hope. Oh, God. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So, okay, let me just list off some cliches <laughs> first. There's a reason you. behind it. Yeah. Oh, hope is very important. Important. <laughs> so so in our, in our uh, soldier's choice trailer, we had a bold guy. Yeah. And then we also managed to cast another bold guy um, for the main character. Um, that happened. And then... The 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 re- there's, there's a reason why it's called holding on to hope, because the pregnant woman who the wife the pregnant wife that was, uh, in a severe severe car crash that should not be anywhere near, uh, pregnant at all, which makes no sense. Um, their child is called Hope. Oh, I didn't know. It that. just hurts to, for me to say these uh these uh, cliches, you know, because because I allowed this as the producer, I was like. 
yeah, this is this is this is what's going to happen now. Because I, I, because what 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 why the child is named might name the hope. Because oh yeah, I'll get to that. The, yeah, <laughs> that's a really interesting thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, and and one big thing that really really pissed me off during the set was my director and writer decided to make the film all in Arabic. This person doesn't speak a word of Arabic, so we're like and also a quick thing. thing like there are different Arab Arab language like different versions of Arabic. So yeah, they, yeah, they spoke Egyptian Arabic, so it had it created no sense at all, and that further stressed me out as the ad and producer on the set um but before we get to that um so we we did our obviously we did our scouting and we did our uh prop hunting um we literally just found medical stuff off of, in a pharmacy and it, it literally looks like that this person is in a massive car crash and they have all these tubes coming out of them and they're in they're in at home Okay, so first day, and we were filming, we were getting through the shots, and uh, we de- I decided that it was appropriate uh, to take a lunch break. <laughs> now, this lunch break was difficult because people wanted pizza, people wanted yeah, shawamas, people wanted all these types of things. So I said, let's just get pizza. Pizza's good, pizza's fine. I was talking to my director, and we both agreed, yeah, this is an appropriate time. I, we, we finished up our shots till lunchtime. We all sat in the living room and I announced to the crew, cast, everyone else, hey guys, we're getting pizza. To which my DOP, <laughs> they're like six foot and like, they were, you know, they were quite big. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say, I can't say anything else. They were quite big and they were like, yay, pizza, 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 pizza. What does this person do? They jump on the sofa <laughs> and we think, oh, there's nothing crazy about that. Oh, they, he, they're excited, you know, jumping on the sofa until we hear a massive, massive snap noise. <laughs> Turns out this person snapped the board that holds the support <laughs> to the sofa. And there's a, there's a straight 10 seconds where... We all were in silence. We were all looking at them um, in disbelief. We were shocked more than angry until my director went in the most American way possible. You fucking idiot. You goddamn dumbass. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy <laughs> shit. In a more angry and like like crazy way. And they were just in disbelief they were they was just as shocked as they um as we were and my my editor whose house and sofa it belonged to just just walked away they just walked away in disbelief oh no i cannot even imagine oh, that and like this person the person the editor they're like really sweet and yeah nice they're the well. nicest person ever and i'm i'm like oh fuck no Oh no, we're gonna. I'm, oh, I'm. I'm freaking out about the sofa. I'm freaking out about. Oh shoot! Like we need to film this stuff. I gotta sort this out. And oh, I just. Uh. And then the pizzas arrived, and we all like <laughs> sat on the floor in disbelief, slowly and quietly eating the pizza. Oh my god, that 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 silence must be loud. It hurt. It hurt to my core. That triggered. That triggered a moment where my director and writer just 
did not give a shit anymore. So our script supervisor had to do AD work because I was obviously sorting something out. And he, sorry, they um, they just went on a tangent when doing the uh, the slating. And my director was like, can you just shut up for one second and just sort sort this out? <laughs> my God. Oh my. Wow. And then and then they, they had an argument while we were filming. And then like, why are you coming at me for, man? I'm just doing the slates. And like, it, uh, it was just chaos. And there's a, there's a scene where we decided to have the wife give birth, even though she's in like a basic coma. She gives birth. <laughs> And oh, it was really funny. Um, then the thing that baffles me so fucking much is the is the size of the baby when they when the the, the woman gives birth. <laughs> My director brought in um, their step sibling, and uh, this sibling was very was a lot older than we thought they were. <laughs> we we were expecting like a baby baby, but this baby like a, to- was, like a toddler. Was, no, not even that. Like a like an almost close to newborn, because that's what oh. our director like explained to us. Wait, how old was the kid? Two. <laughs> oh, that's pretty old. Like that. Yeah, that's, and like, they can walk already. But obviously, <laughs> that that's what the the director didn't communicate, right? Yeah. Um. So 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 we the the audience and us were expected to believe that this woman who's in a coma in a massive car accident almost dying gives birth to this massive wham baby just pushes out this big massive baby so how was yours del <laughs> so i began i did so i i did studio one in 2019 like the summer late summer of 2019 and um i was this is my second time being taught by this lecturer that I just didn't really like, and this lecture didn't really like me. Um, so my actual studio on project was this short film I did called The Venus Project. And it was still by this this lecture that didn't really like me that much, and I didn't really like them that much. The The class was had, didn't have that many people in it. And there's this one person that I didn't really like that much because this person had made comments about my physical appearance behind my back and I knew about that from other people, from many people actually. And so I already like didn't really like this person. Was that your producer? Yes, my producer. They later on became my producer. Um, but at this point they weren't my producer yet. So I pitched my story, The Venus Project, which roughly, I guess to sum it up, is about like um, these there's like a Russian sculptor and he's ho- he's hosting like an art show and he's talking he's like presenting his new statues and then later in the at night <laughs> in true night at the museum fashion <laughs> the statues the statues come to life and like have a very like philosophical discussion about art and meaning and stuff Ooh. I know very yes very 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 dramatic so I submitted my story and my lecture. Uh, said, yep, you can make your film. And then my lecturer paired me off with this person that I didn't really like. And this person had a choice between working with me and working with these two other people. And these two other people were people of color. Oh. Um, I am technically not a person of color. Um, and 
this person that later became my producer is not a person of color. They told me, I don't want to be with these people because they are X, Y, Z. Wow. Yeah. So straight away, I was like, okay, I've got, I've got something, something there. So I start working like real hard on my project. I, all I ask of is please book out a tripod. So at this point, Dylan and David were already involved in the project. Okay. Um, we get through the first day. The only thing that was missing was a fucking tripod. <laughs> I go up to my producer and I'm like, hey, did you get the tripod? And they're like, oh no, they were all um, booked out already. And I'm like, what? I asked you literally weeks ago, what? what? They're like, yeah, like there's nothing I can do. Like they're all booked. But yeah, so then I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? My father uh, was a photographer. He's kind of still is, but he, he was a freelance photographer when he was in his 20s. So he had a Manfrotto tripod from 1994 um, stored away in our cupboard. So I was like, that's our only option? Sweet. Only issue was that the plate on the tripod was a bit a bit janky. A little, a little uh, unpredictable. So sometimes the latch would just come free and whatever sitting on the plate would just slide off. Um, so we were like kind of touch and go there for a second um, with the tripod. First day, nothing, nothing really goes wrong. Everything's fine. Then um, the next day... Uh, I decide to postpone one of the, uh, a day of shooting because everything wasn't organized because of this person and then have us do some small shoots with one of the other actors on, the, on that second day. This is the day that it was just me, David, Nodder, and Max who did the audio. Um, Max is an amazing audio engineer. Shout out to him because he's literally a lifesaver on a majority on every one of my projects. Then, remember that our tripod, we're still using my dad's tripod at this point. David, do you want to tell this bit? Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> um, so, something happened with the tripod's head, and my camera was on it, and... It was new at the time, wasn't it? No, no, no. It's the, the, the old... lenses. The lenses were the new. Lens, the lens was new, um, and so... Basically, the camera falls because of the tripod um, on the lens. Uh, nothing has been wasn't was nothing was broken. By the way, the camera is alright; it's still alive. Um, I know, but the lens the lens was the fucked. lens the lens the lens wasn't really fucked. Um, the only thing that I couldn't uh, do anymore without lens is that put on filters, but that's really. Um, significant part, oh, of, part of filmmaking. Oh, I, I thought that the bit that, the little bit that clicks into the camera was bent. No, 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 no. Only the lens. The, the only filmmaking part, the, the, on, the only problem was that I wouldn't be able to put the lens on it anymore. So, because mm. the edges of the lens were kind of like, um, like warped. Like warped, yeah, inside. Um, but other than that, it was pretty operated. It was operating all right. Yeah, no, I remember, the, David, I think that is the most anger I've ever seen you. 
was or but like yeah, ob- you looked angry but like, obviously like, obviously i was super angry at this <laughs> yeah you were like i think i was like i was like fuck david is like angry and i was like i'll pay for it it's fine i'll pay for it i'm so sorry and i felt so bad we finished everything third day third day was probably just stressful because time went by really quickly and i remember there was a moment where everyone was just yelling at me at once. Not yelling. It felt like they were yelling, but everyone was just talking oh, to yeah, me. Oh yeah, I at remember once. that. <laughs> yeah, everyone was talking to me at one like at one time and I just went, Stop talking to me <laughs> You, you stamped just... your foot in the most comical oh. way possible and then screamed. No, Dylan, you are no, no, you are misremembering. Dylan, you are misremembering this. Yeah, that's how I okay? remember it. I didn't I didn't <laughs> stomp my foot and say, Stop talking to me. The reason I was stomping my foot on that set was because we didn't have a clapper so i was using i was stomping my foot to sync the audio you thought that was funny that i was stomping my foot (laughs) on a separate occasion (laughs) i did indeed scream stop talking to me (laughs) to everyone okay don't fucking don't no dylan no dylan is wrong i'm editing you out no i remember that i remember that that's what happened it's still funny though (laughs) it is it is it's funny that i just screamed at everyone because i was so stressed out yeah but uh, but it was really frustrating was i was the one that was like speaking to you and then you it was like in my direction i was like oh fuck no <laughs> why, why are you saying this to me? I'm only trying no, to help. No, everyone you. did. It was you talking to me. My sister was talking to me. Max and Nada were trying to talk to me. Everyone was trying to talk to me at once, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was so. I was like, "Just take, just wait, just take, take a second. But um, then so then I'm gonna quickly wrap up with pre-production with post-production because post-production is interesting. Some shit went down, so. With the way the the script was for this film is very non-linear, which is what I usually like to do with my films. I need to stop doing that, where it'll cut back in flashbacks. I use I like to use flashbacks as a narrative device. And in my final draft for the script, I um, I said I was like, oh, I want to. I wrote it in a non-linear way, and we sh- we filmed it in a non-linear way, and my lecturer approved of that. So in per post-production this is the thing i go to every single class at well pre-covid i went to every class never missed a class i went to one class for this lecturer and there was like an event on the week that we were shooting and obviously i couldn't go to the event because i was shooting because that was the like that was a week that they gave us to film so i couldn't go to the event this lecture yelled at us for not going to the event and taking advantage of it and then when i said i'm so i'm sorry i didn't take advantage of the past to the event you i had an allocated week to film that you gave to me i i couldn't i couldn't go and they were like well that shouldn't matter you should have just gone anyway and i was really? like i was like that, what what <laughs> i i have responsibilities to my, my project i can't just drop everything to go do an event that was scheduled the same week as the week that you allocated to me to film. <laughs> and so uh, I was just like, I was like, you know what? If this person's going to yell at me every single class, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm not going to go to one. I'm not going to go to one of them. So I don't go to the following class. And turns out that's when they're watching back 
well, they're watching the first cuts of the films back. So they're watching the first cut of the film and the producer starts sending me voice messages on WhatsApp saying, uh, the lecturer is saying this, they're saying that it's bad that it's non-linear and that they don't know why you've decided to do this in a non-linear way. I didn't know that they were playing these voice messages out to the lecturer in the middle of class. So I send voice messages back to this producer saying, oh, you know, just explain that the intention with the nonlinear uh, structure was because of X, Y, Z. You know, there's, there's purpose behind the decisions that I've made in the script. So then later, the lecturer emails me and says, can we meet tomorrow at four o'clock or whatever? So I'm like, okay, fine. So I go in and I have a meeting with them. And they basically say, why is your story nonlinear? Why is it edited like this? And I'm like, well, because that was in my final draft. And they were like, yeah, but like, I didn't, I didn't see that one. And I said, it's the one that you approved. Like you, I sent you the third and final draft and you said, this is fine. Go and film. And then, and then they said, I'm really spilling some tea now. They said, look, Del, I really want to have a conversation about how you tend to approach criticism with your work. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, you just, you need to learn to listen to others and to take other people's ideas on board and not immediately get defensive. And I'm like, oh, well, my intention isn't to come off as defensive. It's just more, you know, if if you're confused about why it's nonlinear, I'm confused because you approved a script that was written, not written nonlinear. So like, yeah. Now, and then, then they were like, mm, okay, well, yeah, just, just try a version of it that's non-linear and then, like, see what you like at the end. Ultimately, it's your choice, but I just think you should take my criticism into account. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. So then I... And, then you, and you ended up doing the non-linear. Yes, I ended up going the non-linear I, route. Because I remember you told me about this whole situation. I was like, no, you have to, like, go with stick to your guns and and spoiler alert we had awards and i won best editor for the non-linear editing style and so it was mainly just just an exercise in really trying to persevere and get through weird people trying yeah. to fuck me over that was pretty much my experience has, studio one yours seems like uh, a lot smoother than our experience mine, yeah mine literally it was just it's like you 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 both have like a plethora of people that like kind of fuck everything. It's like a combination of bad bad shit happening. Whereas mine is like there's a weak link, and that's a trend. That's always a trend with every project. It's like everything's so sound, and, to, and except for that one person or that one thing. Yeah. So what I think university was great is is great about is that like you learn to deal oh with these definitely kind of like shortcomings you're i think my uh, like one thing is le- leadership skills are definitely yeah. something that i think we've all developed while doing this because yeah. oh my yeah. god one thing that i definitely feel very strongly is that we are we truly are film school veterans like we really <laughs> are we've, we've suffered <laughs> we've suffered like oh my gosh Oh, should we do? Oh, let's do best part, worst part of Studio One. Oh God, David, what's your um, best part and worst part of Studio your Studio One unit? The best part of 
those two six months is surviving and passing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh god. And the worst, the worst part. part? The, the worst part of me wanting to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My best part was finally seeing that's a wrap. Oh. It's like taking a shower after a long <laughs> oh, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like wiping away the the, the gross yeah. the gross sadness and monotony of that set. It was horrible what's the what's your worst part worst part was hearing that snap (laughs) oh my god it was silent afterwards right yep it was even more louder Uh, what's your what's your best worst uh i'm gonna say worst part first was uh, probably the camera dropping best part is definitely winning best editing because it was just a huge fuck you like oh my god but this was so much fun talking about this, guys. Thank you for <laughs> joining me. Or thank you for com- all of us coming together to talk about this this amazing time in our lives. That was equally <laughs> traumatic and amazing. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this, this amazing episode of the Film School Vets podcast. <laughs> I hope you laughed. I hope you cried. Because I know I did. Um. Uh. Catch us next time. Uh. What are we gonna do next time? Should we talk about score scores or studio two? I I want to do studio two. Not gonna lie. We'll most probably talk about our experiences with studio two at film school. Um. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to rate our podcast and leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Our links are in our link tree in our description for our platforms. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Film School Vets podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Film School Vets underscore podcast and on TikTok at the Film School Vets podcast. If you liked our podcast, be sure to leave a review and tell your friends about it. Thank you so much.